Welcome you know. to hashtags and headlines where this bear decided to eat some sort of athlete. I haven't done any research into this, Gino, but it looks like a wealthy couple and their pilot were tragically mauled and eaten by wild bears after their helicopter crash crashed in a Russian wilderness uh, in the Russian wilderness last week. Zoya Kagoradova and Sergei Koloniskak. Those are Russian names, I think. A couple in their 30s were on a pricey tour of the Russia Far East, flying high above the Kamchatka Peninsula on the Sea of Akushna. So who is the athlete? What does this have to do with anything? I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's an Olympian because getting Russia, probably an Olympian athlete got killed. That's what it is. Yeah, I have no idea. What I don't, I don't see. This is the problem with headlines. Star athlete. This is so when they say star athlete, this is a 25 year old junior biathlon champion. So it's not like a real sport. It's a biathlon champion. I thought this was, they were saying like new, new report. Kobe Bryant was actually eaten by bears. Like that's what I thought we were about to find out. Like his carcass was then devoured by bears after the helicopter crash. Turns out it's just some Russians, you know? Yeah. It's wild. That they, it's, they do want to have this weird ass headline where it's like, you want to see this. Who's the star athlete again? It's a biathlon instead of like an actual Olympian. I thought at least an Olympian was star. Yeah. Biathlon champion. What the hell does that even mean? And then, uh, to keep it going with hashtags and headlines, you know, Brittany Griner, she's still in Russia. This is bullshit. I've been telling everybody that wants to listen to me. This is the league that didn't play a game when Jacob Blake got shot. These are the the women that were hands up, don't shoot. Like they, they want to kneel for the anthem as well. And they, they will not play for, for a plethora of reasons. However, one of their own is in Russia facing up to 10 years in a Russian penal colony. And they're just playing basketball. No big deal. The Mercury are like 10 games under 500. Trash season. Fucked up. And it's because they're just, oh, let's play our games. No worries. No worries about Britney. It'll be fine. Hashtag free Britney, you know. Yeah, well, she should be free, but I doubt anything we in America do will have any effect on her. So she's going to be stuck Thank you, Ricardio. There's something we can do, Gino. We can stop playing basketball. We can go to the White House and tell President Joe Biden that we will not stand for this. This is an American citizen of, uh, in my opinion, the highest profile female athlete in the WN, uh, the WNBA. How are we just letting her sit Poor in a prison? Kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I think it's because, yes, she is like a star athlete in the WNBA, but sadly in America, we don't care as much for the WNBA as we do about like wild women of wrestling and shimmer and all these <laughs> other actual like athletic, athletic companies for women's athletes. If I walked up to anyone at work and said, hey, do you watch Whoa, wild women of wrestling? Thank you, Cassidy, for the excellent spell. Uh, nobody would know. Nobody would know uh, about uh, a wow women of wrestling. But if I said, hey, do you know Brittany Griner? They would say, what, from, from Baylor? Yes, everybody knows Brittany Griner. The w- and, and I agree with you. Like The WNBA is clearly mocked throughout all society. But ESPN is pushing it like it's a real sport, okay? So I'm treating it like a real sport. People at work are always confused. We got this new guy, Gino. Uh, he, he's a big meathead like me. And... Uh, I don't remember. I oh, I opened up my web browser and it had a story about Brittany Griner and I said, yeah, the and I said the Phoenix Mercury are just playing along without her, and he goes, how do you know who the Phoenix Mercury are? I was like, what? They're playing the Washington Mystics this weekend, and he was like, are they really? And I go, yeah, they played the Vegas, the Aces last weekend. They got to play, and I just started naming every single team: the Liberties, the the Sparks. I was running the gambit, and he was like, why do you know all this shit? 
And it's because I don't know why, you know, I like obscure stuff like obscure wrestling. I know about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the British, uh, the British Columbia Lions. I know everything that's random and stupid. The Canadian Football League, Arena Football, it's all in here. That's why I like niche wrestling, I think, because I like Impact Wrestling. So, yes, this is not hashtags and headlines, Gino, okay? Keezy is Whoa, once again. the buzz, feel the sting. Thank you, Ricardio. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, oh chicken winner from Spliff. Thank you, Spliff. Just as bright and just as talented as white kids. They are, Gino. I don't know why people pretend they're not. Thank you, Dicks for Life. Yes, Gino, we're back. Uh, Geezy had a, I mean, it's still not looking good. Prayers go out to his family for his, uh, his father-in-law. Um, I don't know all the deets, you know, I've kind of given him space on that, but yeah, it's not going well. So I can only imagine coming home with somebody who's on their deathbed and like, okay, we're going to talk about Brittany Griner. Like I imagine it doesn't go over well in the household when that's the case. Uh, so Gino, uh, by the way, before we get into the wrestling of the bit, and by the way, uh, Ricardo in the chat, ladies is the only sportscaster talking WNBA. I try to take it kind of seriously it's not like i watch full games but i was watching the mystics play somebody and they had this i think her name i, I think her name was number 22 and she was really good she made like two steals and a block and i i thought who's this lady she's very good at this basketball thing um but gino friday night the whole effing show smackdown's third hour you tyla uh kev be cool it seems like it's such a party what a depressing state of affairs, you know. What was going on on Friday night? Life just got, like, really out of hand. Like, some stuff was going on with this person who is a ex of mine. I don't really want to go too much into our personal nice, relationship and how things ended. But I still have feelings for our relationship ended mutually. We cared for each other. And she, sadly, is, like, long distance. So I had no either way to go to her during her, like, health issues that she's going through and had to go to the hospital that Friday. And I was like... With the information she told me, the doctor said, I was like, she could die any day sooner than we expected. Thankfully, things are looking up and I'm more positive. But now I'm just wanting and wanting to actually use this as motivation for me to get off my ass and actually apply to more places to actually work. So I can be able to get to a point when I can actually help people more and just talk to them and be there for them that way to actually physically be there and support them. Look how better. depressing the chat room is, you know, thicks for life. I wanted to kill myself on Friday, Vleeties. Uh, TWFS, tonight is worse. Thanks for life. Nate Diaz is going to get raped. Uh, like, there's so many, like, everyone is so upset and depressed. I, I, I didn't realize all this was happening around me. Meanwhile, I was like, Brittany Griner, free Brittany. I, I've been living this strange life. I watched SmackDown live. Never happens. I watched Raw live. Never happens. Like, I've just been loving life. I, I thought Raw last night was fantastic. I almost was going to stay up to call in, but I was sleepy, Gino. So I didn't get to, I, I didn't call in. Were you guys just as depressed last night? I think we were. Like, I was getting a little bit better, but still things were like, it could be bad. And I just need to better myself and just get out of this rut that I'm putting myself in in my mental headspace to get out there and look again. And I need to. Dakota in the chat, Vlidis on third hour gave me at least another month of life. Is that how you felt, Gino? Did you feel like, wow, Vleeties here is really giving us a fresh perspective. He's interrupting the depressing Kid Cudi break. Remember that? Oh, I was doing dishes like, why am I alive? Like, I was starting to think like you guys, and then I had to snap out of it, listen to some MXPX, and I'm back. But did that, would that, did that help at all? Or did I steal your spotlight? I felt terrible after I took like an hour. 
I honestly felt because like what we were going through and all we were dealing with hearing like you and Kevin talk and like just seeing you in that positive headspace that you're always in and able to get yourself into it did help me be in a positive mood and better the entire rest of the night. Do you ever walk around and do the Young Bucks pose? Like I, I used to think that was like the lamest pose, like just kind of leaning over and flexing. But the more I do it around my house, the more it might be my new Randy Orton. Because it's no secret that for many, many years, you know, I would be walking around any room that I was in just doing the Randy Orton pose. Like, really, I thought that was the greatest pose in wrestling right after the Scott Hall walk where he kind of walks like this. And I just thought, what a dumb pose to just go like this. But now, if, you're, if your wife's talking to you while you're doing dishes and you're like, you don't hear her because you have a headphone in, and then you just respond to her by going like this. It's like the best thing in the world. Is it, an, is it the most underrated taunt in wrestling? It might be one of the most underrated taunts, especially with them being side by side together, having the two of them, one a little bit lower than the other. It's perfect. And it just is a shame that Matt might be done soon. What do you think about what's the most underrated like pose? Because I always, whenever anyone talks wrestling pose, it's like clearly the Randy Orton, the Hulk Hogan with the ears. Like Kevin and I have made videos on like the best ones. Is there one like for you when you think like, oh, whenever this happened, it was it just sent chills down my my whole body. I would say the worm. Oh yeah, W. Oh well, and then I like that we all did the W O R M, and then we kind of didn't know what to do when he did like the arm part where we just go, hoo, hoo, hoo. and then he would do his little chop. That was fantastic. What a great. And way. he also one thing wasn't he teaming with Albert or was Rikishi when he was like in the middle they were doing like a double team, and I think he was spelling out worm while Scotty was setting up for the worm at the same time. Oh maybe maybe Big Keish was standing there drawing it with it's his hands. W. Oh. Him and uh, Albert were a team. I did forget about that. Albert was in a couple dancing gimmicks, wasn't he? Yes, he's been in a few dancing gimmicks, and then he also had just a great run in New Japan that came to DAB, and they ruined him. The giant Bernard. Did you ever watch him in New Japan, though? Because I always remember that. Remember Lord Tensai showed up, and it was based off of his success in New Japan. I watched him and Fat Carl Anderson wrestle as a tag team. They were not very good. New Japan was... Before Kenny Omega showed up and like really talented wrestlers showed up, I mean, I know Tanahashi and all them were great, but even Tanahashi wasn't like this big bulky like fat guy. Like it seemed like if you were a big white hoss, that's what they wanted—just chubby Stan Hansen's doing clotheslines. They did for a period of time, and then they realized we can get people into perfect shape. Carl Anderson got to be in amazing shape. That G1 match with Kenny just amazing years for Carl later on, but like him and. Giant Bernard, I thought, wasn't a bad tag team for what they were going for for their tag division. I remember D, uh, D.H. Smith and Lance Acha were a tag team, and I thought, oh, my gosh, just two big white dudes throw them together. We're going to be successful. It's like watching Joe Doring and AJPW. That, even that is literally just big white guy. Like, that's it. Like, he just he kind of looks like a Lance Cade or, or even like a JBL a little bit or a Mike Awesome, just a tall white guy who throws the little Japanese guys around, and that's good heat, brother. But you know, is, that's like Joe learned from Stan Hansen. He learned from all Japan's greatest to know, yes, big white dude just throw lariats and just kill motherfuckers with throwing their heads off. Did Samoa Joe have like a hand, like a taunt or a pose? Because every time I think of him doing like the, like he always had like a shaka bra, but he tried to like slit a throat with it. it everything yeah, about him. The whole- and then boom, yeah, just, it did, just didn't work for me. I don't like. I know he was trying to figure. So, he was like Ricky Starks. One of these just as bright as things as will work because Ricky Starks seems to be set on the. I'm gonna hold my hand to my face. 
like I'm either thinking about something or I'm just, I don't want you to see my real expression right now. Yeah, he's always stick with the, the whole face-off thing and having Will Hobbs just right underneath him, just flexing. Look at this little screwdriver, Gino. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with this thing. Uh, so, yes, amazing taunts, amazing poses. You were so depressed. Uh, I hope you're better. You were very excited to talk to me today. Like, normally, there's, like, maybe one or two messages. Like, can't wait to talk tonight. Tonight was like, you, you, Hakusha's got a live-action thing. Uh, this happened on Impact. This happened on Impact. Ring of Honor has a pay-per-view. Uh, we got to pick Ric Flair's last match event. Like, there were so many things happening, and I just couldn't believe Gino was so woke. I assumed you got a job. I assumed you already got a promotion. Like, the, the, the excitement that you were exuding was next level how is the job hunting though because i know you just said like because you were so depressed and all i could think is gino i can't say anything to you that i haven't said before that's why i wanted to talk about smackdown so i i wonder how are we what are we looking at this is hashtags and headlines slash fleeties where are you at things are starting to get better mentally and emotionally for me so i am getting prepared to just spend days just looking for jobs apply not just through indeed but also going to websites of those jobs because i know that's a lot better than just going and applying that way actually applying on their websites that's what they actually look instead of just the indeed applications and going through that but i just after finding out the good news the at least positive news about her health right now i'm wanting to do and actually feel ready to do this actually look again yeah and, and i was hoping i was hoping that a near-death experience from from someone else would ignite something in you because like what's the value of the life that you've been living there hasn't been much of it i mean there's some people that are junior biathlete world champions that that get eaten by bears so like imagine the thrill of his life and then the crushing defeat like you had the crushing defeat and you were just kind of let me use my tiny screwdriver you just were living on this like flat plateau of nothing good happening so even if something bad happened you were already at kind of the bottom so even like you can only go up so i was worried that like okay now with this death i think he can kind of realize or not all, this near death he's he realizes he's near this level and the only way to go would be up but in order to go up, he has to find something valuable to do with his time. So this is going to be great. You're going to find a new job, Gino. You're like, I, like you're going to become one of these functioning members of society. You're going to be like Kofi Kingston. Yes, I'll be like a real athlete, be like a real person again, be out there in the public eye one way or another again. I'm excited. Did you see AOC pretend to get handcuffed today? Did you like? I, I know that this was, you know, this kind of went viral. It kind of didn't. But Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez pretending to be handcuffed as the police arrest 17 House Democrats outside of the Supreme Court. Because poor kids are just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, A-Waves. And I know, I know, Gino, that this is supposed to be about wrestling. But the video of her holding her own hands behind her back is so funny to me because like, it's there's this they want to create this illusion and we want to create this this like narrative like oh they're silencing us but they're really not i mean you weren't handcuffed let's let's take a let's smoke a vape come on i mean that's probably true and again i barely pay attention to like political twitter i only pay attention to wrestling twitter which that just upsets me just as much so i don't <laughs> care to look for any other twitter but wrestling twitter that's probably a great point like twitter knows how like twitter knows that i like wrestling and knows i follow politics and knows i follow crypto and it makes sure that i get angry because it keeps me reading the stories and clicking and i just can't stop so i've kind of just abandoned twitter altogether it really is a cesspool of, of just some of the worst shit so 
Um, cause even people like even the Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon's constantly being, you know, talked about on there and it's like, okay, I, I'm the way raw and SmackDown have been. Maybe this is what Vince needed a little kick in the pants, a little kick in the old pants. These shows are good without world champions. Can you believe this shit? Yeah, I can't believe it. And I'm still wondering it with all the stuff about Vince, we did bring that up. I'm wondering which is that female star, the female wrestler that did not get that push because of the sexual allegations i'm still wondering which one that is because there are multiple reports one was the whole referee then there was a actual wrestler then there was the fake fucking attorney what the fuck is her title that she didn't even do her job and she just kept on talking about how she was fucking vince and oh i have no idea i I know that joy giovanni is the name that i heard like that was Uh, there was joy that Maybe that's the person who did not get that push. Yeah, maybe that's why I shouldn't get a push. What was her push going to be, though? She wasn't a wrestler. Like She was. She would have been more of a manager for Big Show. Kept go that go. Yeah. The, a bigger pic- part of the picture. kids are just as bright and just as talented. Help Big kids. Show get a world title with. Let's do Randy Orton poses every time people cast a Randy Orton spell. <laughs> and then we'll do our Young Bucks pose right after that. Because I'm putting this in the upper echelon now of, of poses. Like As far as tag team poses... That's number one, right? What other tag team had like a cool, like was it uh, the Impact players where Lance Storm was doing like the Shawn Michaels flex and, and Just Incredible was doing like a suck it kind of deal over him? I mean, there also was like the bar did kind of the fusion dance where they had like the pointing at each other from one rope to the other, and then they also did the bar. I don't like so to say I, I don't like to use this word in a defamatory way whatsoever, you know, and you know me. I'm very liberal for as conservative as I am. I don't like using this phrase to describe something that I don't like, okay? Let me preface this, okay? And I fully support the LGBTQIA plus community, okay? Uh, Let me say that. But that bar stuff was so gay. Like, I hated the way they were, like, wheeling around and then go, like, point at each other. And then they would do the hands out. I also want to throw Finn Balor's little finger gun. Can I throw that in, like, in the GAY category? I didn't really. Like, everybody. Had, like, there are cool gun poses. But when you're doing, like, one little finger, it was so dainty. Like, pew, pew, pew. Well, Finn also did the whole double in that case. Same time when he did it on the side when he's on the ropes. And he also get that's all just the whole insider because he's bullet club. Like it, yeah, it was t- like why not give me two fingers at least? Make it look like it's gonna hurt when it goes up there. Like I'm not a fan of the single finger gun. I don't know if anybody is. Remember people in school, Gino, would do this. They put their hands together and then like they do this little weird finger thingy. Podcasters, you can't see it, but then they had a gun and they would go. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember all these weird things you could do as a high school kid, and I just can't remember how to do them specifically anymore because I don't care. Podcasters, Geezy's not here, okay? I have planned a bunch of shit with Geezy. He's not here, so that's why we start talking about this. So, Gino, uh, let's go ahead and go. Where do we even start? Raw was fantastic last night. AJ Styles versus Theory should be the main event of WrestleMania, not just a throwaway match on Raw. Do you think there's not enough wrestlers on Raw now because we fired 80 guys? A lot of these matches, like AJ versus Miz, that felt like this should be a pay-per-view match. But since we have, we're only doing six-match cards now, uh, it it really does feel like we're just doing every, every match is on Raw. Maybe we'll save something for the pay-per-views. But a lot of these pay-per-view matches are just main events. Or not pay- I mean, main events, they're just rematches. They are pretty much just rematches of Raw, and it does suck. Like, they do need to start using more of the talent they do have because they have a lot of people that they just don't put on the shows. 
They're not just they're not using every star on every show. They're kind of like Impact, but unlike what Impact does, where they have like maybe one week, two weeks, you see like the same guys, and you'll see like a week three few guys that you haven't seen on the show, so we could add more stories going on while still having like the main picture continuing. Yeah, there well, just like have the same guys every week. Yeah, Impact, and I'll, I'll give AEW credit because I remember when uh, the Young Bucks and Cody and. Uh, they were when they were on Talk to Jericho all those years ago, talking about their. Vi- I think Tony Khan too, their vision for what AEW would be like. You know, you want to sell the brand, you want the audience to go see the brand. It's a television show. They might not see their favorite wrestler every time, or their favorite wrestler is just having a squash match on dark. So that way, you can at least say, "Oh yeah, I got to see Hangman Page. He wrestled, you know, uh, uh, Marvin Hagler Jr. or whatever on on. That would be sick." If Marvin Hagler had a son who wrestled Hangman Page. But imagine, like, if I went, because I went to an AEW, and I feel like I saw Cody wrestle. I don't think I saw Hangman wrestle. Uh, I, I saw Jericho. I saw Santana and Ortiz and the Young Bucks. So I saw, like, the people that I wanted to see. But imagine the people that were really big Orange Cassidy fans or something. They would, or Britt Baker. Britt Baker wrestled on Dark immediately after Dynamite ended. So... I'm sure that there is a way to see everybody see everybody you want live. And yeah, maybe it would be refreshing if I didn't have to see Theory every single week or I didn't have to these three hour rock like two hour SmackDown was so good. And when it ended, I did kind of wonder who like we missed some people from that show, didn't we? Where was Shotzi? And when you watch Raw, it's just so long. Even if they'd for even if they didn't forget anybody, it was just that was enough wrestling for me. I got my fill. I get that, and that's thing. That's what three hour raw feels like sometimes. But then there's other weeks where it's just like it's just dragging on, and I just feel like I, why am I doing this? Why am I forcing myself to watch this sometimes? Because it feels like I'm forced. Because of me as a wrestling fan, I'm just used to watching this. That they're like forcing to be like you're watching the same show you watched last week or the week before sometimes. Well, and I grew up. I grew up with two hour raws, and it, it, when they ended, you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Raw's over. That was so fucking great. Now, you're right. It is like homework now to finish a three-hour Raw. Like, oh, my gosh, this is a long show. And for some reason, just that one extra hour. Now, if we had Raw and Heat, I would I would love it. I don't know why. For some reason, the, the, there was something missing with them having a third hour in, in prime time on a live show. There's so many replays. Even stuff that isn't really that important. They show a replay for Ray Mysterio and his father, or his father, Dominic Mysterio and his father. I'm working on my Jimmy Smith, by the way. Uh, they, they were ambushed by the Judgment Day. Like, it, like it's just we saw that not that long ago. I don't need a full replay of it. Like I'm watching Bottom Line. I mean, what sucks, like you know, why they show the replay though, is because immediately after the replay, you're gonna see from one side having a little promo backstage, then you're gonna see another replay later on, then see the other group talking about that's the only reason why they should replay so people know hey we're you're about to get a promo from the other people sometimes I, and if that was the case every time i would be totally down but like even how, how many times do we have to do uh brock lesnar was on <laughs> now i'm doing excalibur again brock lesnar was on SmackDown. like every every like they show replays from what happened last week even theory came out to show us some replays like it's just hulu raw gets rid of so much of that and then maybe it gets rid of two segments so it, it flows so much better because it's 90 minutes of just here's some here's like three or four good matches. Here's the long promo segment that kicked off the show. 
and you got most of it. Like I miss a lot of the talent like that's coming up or like I remember I didn't know who Braun Strowman was for years uh, or Nia Jax. I was so happy. Hulu is a Nia, a Nia Jax free zone and it lasted like that until she was good. Uh, so, oh my gosh, I, I just watched last night's Raw really and honestly enjoyed the whole thing. I, one big uh, pain point for me though is there's no world champion. Can I be the? Can I be Steven Larson? Can I? Can I nitpick? I don't even listen to them anymore, but I just imagine they hated it. Uh, without having that big belt to go for, shouldn't the U.S. Championship be more valuable? But it it also still feels like it's just sort of forgotten about. It does. And like Bobby was not even really on the show this Monday night and he's supposed to have a match against Theory. So we're building up for this match by having Theory face AJ and having Dolph try to teach Theory again his way to be a better money in the bank holder, be ready for his moment by just attacking him when he's being assaulted. So yeah, Dolph is doing a weird way of teaching Theory and I get this whole story that I, could, I believe they're doing is he's trying to tell Theory, be smart, don't just fucking waste your cash in at this moment because you're not going to get this next Sunday. Is that what he's telling him? Or is that like... I would assume. Okay, that's okay. I didn't... I totally didn't even put that together. That's my deeper way of putting it, I think. Yeah, I just thought... I think, I just thought we need Ziggler to be a baby face to have like a singles feud with Theory. So after we have Theory lose to Lashley, we can use the excuse of him and Ziggler are now going to have a feud, which he'll get the better of Ziggler. Or maybe Ziggler even turns heel and helps Theory win the belt back and he can be Theory's second or something. I totally forgot. Like, oh, yeah, Dolph. Cause they, they even showed him cashing it in. Like, he's successfully cashed in Money in the Bank. But that would be such, like, interesting storytelling. Like, hey, I want you to be the best casher in or ever. Like, that's a, that, I don't I don't like it, Gino. I don't like it one bit. But, and I like because again, it also connects with last week because he talked with Seth. He asked Seth for his advice because you had the biggest cash in of all time. I want to be like you have this moment, and they don't even call back to that they were a partnership before years ago. I Raw. see. That's why I think they're even going to forget Ziggler won a Money in the Bank, and, and yeah, like you when you brought that up, I didn't even remember that because didn't they also give up on that? They sent they sent uh, Theory back down to go be with Gargano again. I thought. Yes, they did. Not too long after, but at least Theory did have his first WrestleMania moment at that year's WrestleMania a tag team match for the tag team titles, and he lost. Wait, was that? But that wasn't when he was part of the 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 Judgment Day. What was what was he, the Seth Rollins? It was Seth Group. He was not in Seth Group at that time. He was then part with Selena Vega later. Yes, yeah, he was with Seth and with Selena. Yeah, Andrade got hurt or. Garza, one of the two got hurt. He teamed up. Where are those guys at? Aren't Los Lotharios supposed to be the hot new tag team of the next generation? Yeah, they're just a job or tag team on SmackDown losing every match. They lost to, I'm assuming next week they're lose to the new vicious Viking Raiders. How awesome are the Viking Raiders? How awesome are Mache and Mansoor? Like, uh, there are some things on this show that I enjoy, and I think there's a lot of positive direction, but. How come after Shotzi has botches of the century and deletes her Twitter, why doesn't she come out and be the number one heel in all of wrestling? I don't know. They're just having, they're trying so hard to make Ronda this big heel, hopefully. Or because they have Liv as this baby face and hope they realize, okay, this is the time we pulled the trigger on heel Ronda. <sighs> That's what people want. They know this could work if they have heel Ronda. No more smiles, no more forced smiles. I guess. Yeah, whatever. Gino, you told me that there's some pay-per-views this weekend. I forgot there were pay-per-views this weekend. Even Geezy was like, maybe we could do a companion of something this weekend. 
And I was like, I don't think there's any events happening. And then meanwhile, you're messaging me like, ring of honor, you, ring of honor, everyone ring of honor. Like you were, you're the most excited for this person. You and Jay Lethal are the two people that are unbelievably excited for some ring of honor action this weekend. I kind of forgot that TNA or what's their names? What's the show on Wednesdays? I forgot that all elite wrestling was doing this. Yes, they've been doing this, and thankfully, I'm looking forward to Wednesday and Friday when they do fill up this card. But right now, the card's stacked as it is. I'm just looking forward to it. This Saturday, it's going to be the best event of the weekend. There's no other event, I don't think, besides this one. Running unopposed. So, uh, my best event of the weekend will possibly be a dinner party, Gino, but I'll keep you posted on that. I doubt I will be watching this live with you. If I Maybe I'll watch a SmackDown, but I don't know if I'll be able to cram in. A death before dishonor, 2022. So this isn't their. This, I love their names of their pay per views. The ones that particularly have honor in them, because they don't. They have glory by honor, which is just like a bound for glory. Then they have death before dishonor, uh, and then they have supercard of honor. So I love the people that are naming stuff. You know, I think it's very well themed. They are always well themed. That's what I like about Ring of Honor. Is their big pay per view events, their big eye pay per view or literal pay-per-view events are these big names where they connect with Ring of Honor. Well, not even having to say Ring of Honor, just Death Before Dishonor. What if they called it Summer Honor? Like, they just really went all in on... They could just do WWE shit. Wrestle Honorania. Like, I, Honor Mania! Oh my gosh! How come they never had Honor Mania? It's because Supercar of Honor sounds better. Why didn't they? Why didn't Impact ever do that? Why didn't they have uh, Bound for Glory Mania? I think it's just because Impact realized we need to be completely different. We need to be like WCW. We need to have like a star, guys. <laughs> we need Locked to be down. completely different by by bringing over WWE guys, by making EC3 the champion. So, okay, let's take a look at this Ring of Honor card. You know, I'm 100% on our predictions. Steven Larson would do what they call confidence points. They're probably not picking on a Tuesday, though. They're probably waiting until Friday to get these predictions in. Because uh, th the matches are still going to be filled by them in the there's only four. There, there's, I got five in front of me. Is there oh, one missing? Five. They might have added one more. I forget. They just five. And all these matches are so great. How terrible is Daniel Garcia? Like every time they let him talk, it proves me more and more right. But they just let him keep talking. He's actually getting out of shape and getting worse. Is, is there something about working with Jericho that makes you worse? I don't know. Again, he's being forced to be an entertainer, but I do feel as a wrestler, he's really good. And this match he's going to have, hopefully he proves himself in this pure rules match. Is he better than Tony Deppen? Nope. That's what I mean. Like, he sucks. Tony Deppen's not a very good – like, that's I, – I just threw out a, a, a D-plus or C-minus wrestler in Tony Deppen, and I would put Daniel Garcia lower than that. He hasn't had – and even B2 in the chat last year, he was so good. This year, it's been lackluster. I've never really seen a Daniel Garcia match that I thought that was really impressive. Like, like him, didn't he wrestle uh, Brian Danielson? Or he wrestled CM Punk. And even that wasn't that good. Like you, They keep putting him in these situations where I'm supposed to believe this guy's like the future. And he sucks. He does, but I mean, he does now. Again, he's had good matches. Him and Mox, I thought was a fine match. They've had like good main event matches that they've put him in. They try to make him look good, but I do feel that this Jericho Appreciation Society is not helping him as much as Jericho wishes it did. Well, and now Sammy being in the group really doesn't help him because Daniel was supposed to be this versions of this Sammy. He's the new Sammy. Like, oh, we have another cruiserweight that we're going to have take the crazy bumps, but he'll eventually get some, some wins here and there, and that might lead to some sort of a championship. 
Uh, so he's terrible. And gee, I was so right, by the way, about that all all Atlantic Championship. It's just a dark title. Like, why don't they just call it that? It was going to be defended on dark. We want to have a championship that Pac can wrestle all around the world and defend and make AEW look good. This this is the perfect title for that. It is, and I did like that this last week's dark was actually a really big event that they did. They had two big lowly state title matches, and they titled what they call it. They don't call it a qualifying match. They call it a tournament, like a eliminator match. The title eliminator Yeah, and we give WWE shit for those championship contender matches, and then I didn't even realize every other wrestling company was doing that. But they just don't call it a championship contenders match. They at least have a different name for getting... AEW, they at least call it a eliminator match. A title so eliminator. A so you at least... It sounds different. It feels different. It feels bigger. And yes, me and you, Mosh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that match against Thunder Rosa for the title eventually. I don't think that makes it sound bigger. I think a title eliminator makes it sound more finite. Like, it does sound like, nope, if you get eliminated, you're fucked. But you don't. You can get a title shot eventually again. It's not really an eliminator. At least with a contender, it's a championship. A championship. Here's the champion taking on a potential contender. And if he wins, now he's a real contender, which is still a stupid concept, by the way. If the champion's wrestling, if I could be Jim Ross, when you have a champion out there, why isn't the belt on the line? We have these people be champions. And then they have matches that aren't full of the title. Why, why are they doing? Why don't we save them? Protect the champions. Pay to watch them wrestle. But you don't. You have a wrestle every night. No longer special. Because that's how I felt forever with really with WWE, especially all the 50-50 booking they do, making their champions lose constantly, or oh, the champion got counted out. If, if like look at Roman, the way they don't let Roman wrestle on TV makes his matches feel more special because they're only on. Pay-per-views. So whenever you have a championship contenders match or a title eliminator, it, it, you put yourself at risk of champions either going to look shitty or uh, or the the, the contender is going to look shitty. But just put the fucking belt on the line at that point. If we're going to have a dusty finish or some nonsense, let's just make it a title match. It'll make, uh, according to WWE SmackDown versus Raw, the ratings will be huge. That's true. At least that would help the ratings. If they have title matches every week, that's what you got to do in GM mode. You got to have title matches booked every week in my GM and WWE 2K22. Yeah, keep, keep the feud going. We want three We want three blue thumbs ups. We don't want any red thumbs downs. That's true. We don't want any two-star matches. We want five-star matches. That's what 2K22 now has, star ratings, because we want to beat Dave Butts. I do. I have not played the. Someone at work has that game, and they don't even watch wrestling. They're like, "I got the new WWE game. Did you play it?" And I was like, "I had no interest." Gino, I had no interest in this game. I don't have. Look, I have this controller here. Check it out, Gino. Do you do this? Like you see it on the camera. Podcasters, I have athletic tape. Oh, you can't see it at all. Uh, I have athletic tape around this controller. Because you ever get greasy hands and you go to grab your controller and then your controller's greasy for the next seven and a half years? Uh, thankfully for me, I've never had like greasy. The sweat normally is like around the outside of my hand or like around my wrist for some reason. It's never like on my hand where I feel grease or sweat. Oh, yeah. like, I'll get really close. Now you can see a little bit. Yeah, I put some tape on there, dude. Uh, it's it's awesome. Big fan of it. Um, and yeah, and yeah. So when I when I like I don't play this thing. I have this here. I never turn it on. When I do turn it on, it's when I have COVID and I just want to watch some Hulu while I'm laying in bed dying. Because this bed also, this room also converts into a bedroom. It's a studio slash yoga room. Thank you, Ricardo. It's a studio slash yoga room slash Xbox room slash COVID room. So 
Uh, th- everything happens in here, Gino. Beyond, oh, I got to drink this water. Gino, uh, I don't really know what to ask you after that. That's a good thing. I don't know what we could ask as well, but here's the thing. I think the reason why your coworker got 2 k exercising with us tonight. Is that for Gino? TWFS says you exercising with us tonight. Gino, are you getting your pump on with the Daily Burn crew? Sadly, I might be going to sleep after. Why? Okay, let's end. I actually did do a little exercising earlier today, so I am at least keeping up with what I'm doing. I do need to go with the actual Daily Burn that uh, Kevin sent me the other day, so I need to do that, and I'll probably do that tomorrow. Let's just end the discussion now, then, so we can both work out, because I'm exhausted. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Three stay safe. See, Gino, they're really trying to get you into a healthier condition. Because they want to keep you around. Let's let's do let's. You want to end the show? Do some daily burn. I don't have any more topics. Uh, we still got some stuff we can run down, though. I'm sure there's stuff we could talk about. Damn it. Okay, fine. You're right. The producers are waving me down. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm supposed to pick this super card of honor or death before dishonor 2022. There are five matches. So whoever's making the graph, this is your chance to to get mine and Gino's. Official picks, and you know I'm not changing these picks come Wednesday night. I don't care if this card is subject to change. Hell yeah, this is all the real picks. That's the, who cares what we're going to do. Swiss says who Gino daily burn tonight or get a heal up your ass. Gino, what's your thoughts on like that's a big object to get up your ass? Isn't that too much? That's that seems like the boys, like those guys would want heels up their asses. Are you a toe guy or do you you like to go for the heel? Well, you're saying, you're saying heel. He's saying probably like a high heel, so it's not really that big. It's just like really tall and like thin. So you could actually probably get that up the ass, no problem. No problem, you think? I think for some people it could be no problem. It's good. It's very thin, but it's long. That's the whole issue for some people. They might not be able to withstand how long it is, but it's not that girthy, so I'm sure it's easy for some to handle. All right, Gino, five matches. Get your confidence points ready. All right, uh, enforcer, take notes. Here we go. Match number one. Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb. This one's tough, Gino. This is really, really difficult for me to predict. Mercedes Martinez or Serena Deeb. I want to say Serena Deeb because Mercedes isn't – I don't see her as a champion. I think Serena Deeb is uh, like one of the hottest stars in AEW slash Ring of Honor. Uh, and but, but you and other people have this fondness for Mercedes Martinez because she's been doing it a long time. It's like if there's like a banker – who has like negative returns over the last 20 years, but at least they've been doing it for 20 years. Like my investments have all been shit, but I've been doing it a long time. So we all respect her. Uh, I don't know. Serena Deeb kind of rules. What are your thoughts? And she does. And I do feel like Mercedes basically did start the real women's revolution in wrestling, no, women's didn't. wrestling. She was the first real women's wrestler. Marina and I, Maria thought she was the first lady of Ring of Honor, but no, the real first lady was Mercedes Martinez. So I do feel like this is a big moment for her to defend this title against her now former tag team partner for a very short one-month period they had a tag team reign. But I do feel agreeing with you. I'll put one confidence point in for Serena Deep to win the title. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you're at least picking Serena. What? And how did that narrative become a thing? Why do you think that? Like Wendy Richter, um, Fabulous Moolah. There's been Alundra Blaze. There's been lots of other female wrestlers throughout wrestling history. How did Mercedes Martinez? How did she kind of swerve all of our minds to think that she invented women's wrestling? It's because during that time, around her time, before and even before her, there was the Divas era we had where women's wrestling was just hot ladies and bikinis were for 
Jim Ross and Jr. were just uh, Jr. and the King were just talking about puppies and not even care about the wrestling going on. When in Ring of Honor and other independents, we had Mercedes Martinez have banger after banger in independency. Well, we had China. I mean, she won some matches as a, as a lady wrestler. So, like, I agree with that. Port, I agree with you on a lot of that. Like, yeah, WWE went through a phase of yeah, let's just show some tits, and that's that'll get it going. Uh, but even Trish and Lita ended up having some pretty good matches in the mid two thousands when Ring of Honor was a thing. So it, was it like one year? Was 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 two thousand three like this glorious year? Because then are we still going to erase Wendy Richter and Alundra Blaze? I don't feel we will ever erase them, but it's because the whole revolution does mean like the past never happened. They respect the past, but we're also moving on to actually fix what we changed and made bad with the whole divas era. All right, Gino, I'm putting Serena Deep for myself. I'm actually writing this out with a pen because the winner uh, the winner has to do the uh, long daily burn. So typically they're only about a half hour. Loser of this one has to do a one-hour daily burn uh, with Kevin and with B2. So we both got one point on Serena Deeb. This is not looking good. So uh, it's, so far it's tied. And you're the oracle of all this Ring of Honor shit. Although sometimes you get really elaborate. Like, oh, oh so FTR, they've been feuding. Tolly Blanchard's going to come out with Quan and that other buff guy. And they're going to beat up FTR, which means the Briscoes are going to win. But then right before the Briscoes can get the actual win, TH2, they're back together. They're going to come in and disrupt it. It's going to be a no count out. Can't wait. So normally you get more elaborate. I'll let you go first on this one. World Tag Team Championship, two out of three falls. Is it just two out of three falls, or is it three stages of hell? It's a normal two out of three falls tag team match, and I think this is going to be the best match tonight. This should be the main event, but they're not going to have be the main event because politics are always going to put the world title ahead, which is disrespectful to the greatest tag teams in the world. But I do feel it's going to go 1-1, one, one, and then FTR is going to get the final win, five confidence points in FTR. You have five in FTR. Yes, I believe this is the match that for sure I can call that FTR is going to win. Oh, no. You're, all your confidence points really throws me off. Because I think FTR is going to win as well. I do. But there's also a large portion of me that thinks that the Briscoes are just going to have some random win because of what I said. Totally Blanchard hates FTR now. Here comes the, those two buff guys in Brian Cage. They're trying to build up a stable of champions. Because uh, Gresham is now with Tolly Blanchard for those who watch Rampage, uh, so this is this is a tough one. I'm shocked for you to say five. I'm gonna pick. So I'm gonna writing you down here, Gino. FTR. Gino says five. That's a lot of fucking points. I'm going to pick FTR, and I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put. Like three. I'm putting three confidence points on that. There's two other matches I'm a little more confident in than that. Cause that just seems you're you're bold. Like that's that's super bold to just nope, we're going we're we're going FTR all the way. No schmazes. Cause the Briscoes have been shat on ever since Ring of Honor's kind of been closed. This could just be a weird way to get them some belts. The FTR guys have a bunch of other belts already. It doesn't hurt them. And you can build into a feud with Tully and and FTR, they turn their back on them. Uh, that is one thing you they can do, but I'm just believing we're going to have FTR win these belts, retain them, so we have Young Bucks, FTR, and Ring of Honor. That's going to be their third match. Wheeler, Yuta versus Daniel Garcia. Can I just – do I have to give a reasoning? Wheeler, Yuta, five points. There's no fucking way. They love Wheeler, Yuta. How excited are you for this move right here? Those elbows, they're coming down on Daniel Garcia for the entire night, dude. 
Well, it's going to actually look better, that's it, because when Wheeler does a good job with it, he actually, in a pure rules match, it would make perfect sense that this will be like setting up for a finish where Dan Garcia does lose, and I do agree with four confidence points on Wheeler Yud. All right, I'm loving this confidence points bit. I, I, I hope Stephen Larson don't get mad, but... I think our I think when we do it, it's way better because we do this. We do the hand motions. It's gonna be awesome, brother. Do you not get horny for those elbows at this point? What do you think, Gino? That's from Spliff in the chat. Do you like the elbows? I do feel like with some of them, they do a great job. Like when Claudio, when Jim, I mean, when uh, Willie Yuta, and when Brian Nelson do them, you can see like they actually do try to get the head even better instead of just the shoulder or like right at the neck. At least Brian tries to look like he's going more for the head, the skull. I hate that shit. I hate the elbows. I know it's like a big part of the show now, and I think it's so silly, but hey, people like it. So next match on this card, Gino. This one's actually really tough. Uh, Samoa Joe and Jay Lethal for the television championship. I feel like I haven't seen Samoa Joe since he was hanging out with Killer Cross on NXT, but he's the champion right now. He's actually a champion going into the show against Jay Lethal. The, the fact that it's been so spotty on Samoa Joe's future and his career, is he here for the long haul? Is he somebody that's going to be champion? And I feel he's going to be here for a while now, especially because Tony Khan seems to be fine with him, like going out when he needs to, both for him to recover and for him to do voice acting for the Suicide Squad video game as Killer Shark, King Shark. So, again, that's what we got to look forward to is Samoa time? Joe in a video game. That's what he's been doing is voice acting. Yeah, but how long does it take to do voice acting for, for anything? Like I, I know that like a movie, like I get it. There's several takes, and I'm sure with voice acting, it's the same exact thing. Several takes. Keep doing it. Let's do it again. But it's not like we're traveling anywhere. We're all in a studio. We're all in the booth. Can't you knock out a Finding Nemo in like a month? You probably could, but I think for a video game like this, like how big they want the Suicide Squad kills Justice League video game to beat, they want to do a lot more. How many this. lines does he even have? Does this character talk? It's a video game. Like the cutscenes yes. don't add up to more than three hours. They probably will add up to like 10 hours for all we know with all the really? cutscenes. Because this is all going to be about the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. So we're going to see how far they go with fighting Justice League and killing Superman. I have no confidence points that that game is going to be any good. I like have none. I I just video games are so like niche at this point. When you go that niche, like what you were just said, that's too specific. Like that's nobody wants that. We all want games where it's colorful and you there's VC. Like that's what we want. We don't we don't want like superheroes elaborate. We don't want voice actors spending nine hours of talk time in a video game. Can you imagine every cutscene is Samoa Joe, like, just talking? Who cares? It's going to be great, though. He's going to be King Shark. King Shark's one of the best characters in the villains because he's just a giant shark that eats people. See, it's Kevin, great, great point in the be- chat. We want Italian plumbers. We want lizards that you can ride on the back of, like, that look like dragons. Uh, we want... Uh, it's very simple. We want blocks that seem like they're not going to fit, but you can rotate them and then they fit. And then if you hold the down button, it goes down even faster. If you press up, it goes immediately. Like, we want we want games like that. We want games where Spyros run around blowing shit up. Like we don't need like what you just described was a very very specific video game that doesn't sound very fun. I, it might not sound fun to you, but to me it sounds fun because I enjoy the whole. Cause it's more like an Arkham game, like the Batman games. It's gonna be. Cr- See, I wish it was. Arkham isn't that specific, though. Arkham is a little bit more. Yeah, Batman's stuck in the asylum. He's got to get out. Okay, cool. That sounds. Oh, Batman's stuck in Arkham City. The whole they all got it. The criminals got it now. 
Like that's great. Arkham Knight. They kind of they did it again. It's Arkham City. There wasn't like this u- extremely unique like one hour episode of here. I would dare. we do this? Yes, Dakota. We want Miss Pac Man. That would be fucking sick, bro. Can you imagine a little a little yellow thing eating dots? Yes, and that's thing when we have Pac-Man World 2 that just came out where we get to play all these Pac-Man games. And then, yes, you don't play as Miss Pac-Man because Miss Pac-Man is technically in a different property that is not connected to Miss, with Pac-Man. So whenever you play like a Pac-Man collection, you will not get Miss Pac-Man. You have to buy a Pac- Miss Pac-Man collection. I just want MVP 05. I don't even want any of this shit. I want the same game that I've been playing my whole life. I wish my GameCube worked. It doesn't work. And actually, I'm using it to hold up my monitor so it's higher up. Uh, but however, I have this memory card. All I need is a new GameCube to put this into. Unfortunately, they stopped making GameCubes. And it's bullshit, by the way. People who have a GameCube that works, don't be a fucking dick. Why are you selling your GameCube for $200? Like, no, that makes no sense. You think this is worth $200? It's holding up my monitor right now. It has little to no function. You're lucky I want to play MVP 05. I'm not paying you $200. I'm a 50 Maybe I'll go maybe 50, even that seems like a lot, you know. Uh, but who are these people that think archaic technology is worth that much? It's just because like supply and demand. But the thing is, with how society is, and especially with like the GameCube and other systems, where yeah, you can't buy them anymore, you can't really buy the software anymore. There are ways that people have saved this for society so you can play these games again, thanks to emulation. I don't like that though, because even it just—I don't get to use the GameCube controller. It just is different. You wouldn't understand, you know. I played GameCube for hours. Okay, loved my GameCube. Kevin in the so chat did didn't like his GameCube, but did you play MVP 05? I never played MVP 05. The big, big game I played on my GameCube was Resident Evil 4. I also played uh, Eternal Darkness. I like that was I another like, good game. Everybody always tells it like I had a Resident Evil game that I hated. I, like I, it was so slow motion, and I hate games like Alan Wake where I don't just have a bunch of ammo or like I can't run. I, like I get video games like you get tired after you run, but when you're running from like a ghost that's gonna murder you, you wouldn't get tired and start going. <laughs> like you would definitely run. Like if you were still being chased by a dark monster. Alan Wake sucked. Although it was a good story. The cutscenes were fantastic. So, uh, yes, this GameCube here is 140, but it's the Platinum Silver. It's the Platinum Max Edition. This one's 60, but it's got a ship from Japan, which makes me think it's not ever going to show up. Uh, someone's trying to sell a $20 Sonic Heroes game. Uh, I just want a GameCube. Is there somebody on Facebook in my neighborhood that just has one, you think? I'm sure there is someone around your neighborhood, at least in Texas, that has. So you can go all the way, all the way around Texas to get. There's got to be somebody with a fucking GameCube living around here. Gino, I, how many confidence points that I can get a GameCube by this weekend? By this weekend, I don't think I can give any confidence points to it, man. This weekend's really close. We're already on Tuesday, going into Wednesday. I don't. Let's see. Yeah, this GameCube's one sixty. This one's three hundred. Have you ever seen? Do you ever go on the Facebook Marketplace? I know you don't go outside, but have you ever been on it? I don't go on the Facebook marketplace, though. No. There was one time, I, I and I wish I screenshot it and sent it to Ricardo, because I think it's right up his alley. There was somebody, there was a hooker on here. Like, it literally, that's what it felt like, a hooker. It was in Spanish, but it said, like, services. And then you clicked on the picture, and it's just a hot chick. And it's just, 
like just this chick and it even says like hourly rates and it had like rates for her and uh kind of it didn't twfs says will vlds get a gamecube first or will gino work out oh my gosh gino who's gonna win i think i can get this fucking gamecube this one's 80 and i would think i would work out first before the gamecube arrives at your door or you meet the person to get the gamecube all local pickup gino if there's somebody 90 bucks Go fuck yourself. I'm going to buy this person a tildo and tell them to go fuck themselves, Gino. Is the Wii backwards compatible? This one's only 60 bucks. Can I put my my memory card in there? I don't remember. I think there is a memory card slot for GameCube games. I don't remember. I think all games should be backwards compatible. Double check. All me. games matter, Gino. Thank you so much for pointing that out. This one has a weird-looking slot device. So, Gino, slotting it up. Over, this GameCube is 60 bucks. I should get one of these. Or I can get all three of them for 150 What the fuck would I need three Wiis for? Gino, uh, before Vlidi's only the first year Wii's compatible. Fuck. Uh, how many confidence points, Gino? Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal. All right, for this match again, this could be out of nowhere for me. It could go either way. But I feel because we will have Sanjay Dutt and the man who should be ring our TV champion, Satnam Singh, I feel two confidence points for Jay Lethal. Okay, that's kind of where my head's at. Like, why would... Like, why? Why would... Samoa Joe win. There's no reason. It's not like he's ever around. At least heel Jay Lethal can be Ring of Honor champion. And Samoa Joe, is Samoa, he's just going to retire. He might just retire, but Jay Lethal being the longest reigning TV champion, he's going to keep that going, bring it back, and have the second longest reigning TV championship reign. I'm big at Samoa Joe. This, this show's going to suck. You might as well have Samoa Joe win a big match. And remember last... Um, the, the last... Uh, what's it called? The last ring of honor show Samoa Joe was the big debut the big surprise so how would how can you then have Joe show up on this card and just job out to Jay Lethal I'm picking Samoa Joe it's going to be fantastic so Samoa Joe uh two confidence points same amount as you and that leaves us I have four confidence points left and you have three confidence points left as we approach the main event a freshly heel turned Jonathan Gresham taking on Claudio Castagnoli, as they all pronounce it now. They don't say Castagnoli. Castagnoli. Uh, Gino, who are you picking? I feel like Gresham was obvious until the heel turn. It, it kind of ruined it for me. Or maybe it was a genius move because now I can see Claudio winning, but also why would Gresham turn heel, get a new manager, and lose? That's the thing. We, it's up in the air, really, whichever way they go, and to see the future of him with Ring of Honor. And hopefully we will hear about it if they Four do have a TV deal or a streaming deal soon. Yeah. So I do feel it's hard to really pick, especially with my three that I have left, because this could go either way. But I feel I got to go three with Gresham. Gresham for three. And you know, you know what another part of this is? He turns heel and, and pairs up with Tully. Uh, he might not even be a long-term contracted superstar here, a wrestler here. Like you look at AEW, it's not like he's been wrestling there all the time. He just kind of pops in every once in a while. Claudio is somebody they just paid a bunch of money to, so I feel like Claudio is the easy win here. You can then you can then tour this new third brand with him as your champion, or he could show up. Because imagine like Blackpool, 
Combat Club will then have the AEW Interim Champion and they'll have the Ring of Honor Champion, which will play into perfectly for my predictions for Bound for Glory when Brian Danielson wins the title. So, uh, And then you have Wheeler Yuta with a belt. So all of them are going to have championships this Wednesday and then up the following Wednesday. And they're going to do these. They're going to do these elbows, everybody. Dropping the big elbows. I think it's going to be a good time. I'm going with Cesaro. Uh, four points. This is an easy one. Why would why have why would Gresham beat Claudio? There's no way. I that might be good. I I might be wrong with this. This could be something where I will lose that prediction. But I do feel like they could have heel Gresham with the title. Have Tully have that tag team. Have Brian Cage. They just all beat up Claudio, and we get some people here from Blackpool Combat Club or the returning Chris Hero saves Claudio. Kings of Wrestling back together to beat the hell out of the Tully group. Is Chris Hero a free agent? I thought he was WWE. No, he's been a free agent for a while now, man. He's been doing indie stuff, at least showing up. Like, he showed up at this one show like for a seminar. He's done work with, uh, what was it, Ringside Sports? I can't tell which Wii's are backwards compatible just by looking at them, you know? I wish there was, yeah. like, a telltale sign or they were, like, a different color. This GameCube's 100 bucks. Nice. Again, not a bad price for a game. Keep hundred dollars. I think it's perfectly priced for. Oh a good fuck game. this person! He like so it was one fifty. Now it's a hundred. And then they even put on the the description: price is firm, all caps. Which like if your shit's not selling, it's because nobody wants it. You dumb it. You dumb shit. Uh, like who are these people? I've never understood resale culture at all. Like if you're done using that refrigerator, why do you need money for it? Just fucking give it away, you piece of shit. Like. I, I don't get it. Like, it's just going to sit in your kitchen and take up space where your other refrigerator is. I'm doing you a favor. Why are you going to haggle me over the price? I understand if you paid 500 and you want some money back, but don't, like, this is a fucking GameCube. This is from 2003, Gino. It's 19 years ago. And you're over here saying, this is a firm. This is firm. I mean, that's the thing, again, from 2003, again, 20 years ago. This system is pretty much like it's all it increases in value. So it's like this is actually a steal right now, hundred dollars for this twenty year old console. Not if you not perfect. if no one's buying it. Like you're saying it's increasing in value according to this guy, and he's the only one who has it, and nobody's buying it from him. And he he even writes in here, it does have a few scratches. So what what get out of my face. I you know what I should do is just find somebody who can repair this GameCube. Somebody out there can do it. I'm sure someone will be able to repair this perfect GameCube, hopefully get into working condition again. You can be able to do that. Or, again, worst case scenario, you go to emulation. Wait, you know, there's another... <laughs> I don't know why this this is odd to me. This one is Saginaw. Uh, Sa so, Saginaw's... The, they're both in Saginaw, is what I mean. This one's $75. It's a silver one like the other one. But why are they both in Saginaw? Who, how are these people both having old technology? Why... That seems so weird to me. Is this a different guy who's like trying to sell it for cheaper under a different name? It might be the same guy or a different guy. People, everyone bought a GameCube. GameCube was one of the most popular Nintendo systems because everyone wanted to play Resident Evil 4 because that originally was just going to be a GameCube game. I don't think that's why. None of my friends had that game. We all wanted to play Luigi's Haunted Mansion. We all wanted to play Mario Party, Mario Strikers. We all wanted to play MVP 05. It was just the Mario games. That's all I could think about. But I did have a Resident Evil. Maybe it wasn't on the GameCube, though. I had a Resident Evil game that was so slow, it was ridiculous. So let's see, Gino. We got to find a reasonably priced GameCube, or you have to work out tonight. Like, these are our two options. And I don't think you want to work out. 
Maybe not tonight, but I will be working out either tomorrow or Thursday. I need like get back to it because I was working out again, like the eight minute, nine minute workout I did. I did that again, the Timbo. Tybo. Oh yeah, dude, Tybo. What? So how come you're doing eight minute workouts but not hanging out with the boys doing some daily burn? I think it's just like one. It's the time that it takes. I'd rather like do something on my own pace, my own time. Just do that because I am more like introvert. But I you do can do daily like burn at your own pace. I mean, you don't have to. Just because the hot skinny chicks are going really fast doesn't mean you also have to go really fast. Right. I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep be prepared for what I do. Do it might be not tonight. I do need to sleep, but hopefully, well, tomorrow won't be when we do. It'll be Thursday. Let me see. So the Wii was also very popular, and the Wii is actually cheaper on here. Um, but you need to make sure it's the version one, the first model. That's what I mean. Is like I don't you. think I don't think these fucktards know what I'm asking for. Like, do I put Wii version one, like Matt Hardy, or model one? Yeah, the first model which had the whole GameCube like flap to it, which you can put the GameCube controller in. There is also like I've seen. Like, oh, is that is that put, it? Because a bunch of them have that flap. I just don't see where the memory. That, card. But I think there's also something else where it has the games and you can just put in the disc. I'm not sure the disc drive works with the later models. I think some do. Again, I don't know. I don't remember how the Wii changed from the first model to the later models. I just don't know where the game, the memory card goes into. Nobody explains it in these pictures that they take. They take pictures of uh, in the background. He's got a bunch of Tylenol in a bag from Ross. Uh, dude, four fucking Wii remotes. This guy's crazy. So, Gino, that's going to be a good show. I know that I talked a lot of shit about it. It seems kind of, you, you probably would agree, lazily booked, just as far as we should have eight matches all ready to go. They should be treating this like it's a huge deal. Ring of Honor, a dead brand, is having a pay-per-view. Who would have thunk? So, I, I'm excited to watch it. I think it's going to be a, a fine card. Uh, it's not going to be better than SmackDown, though. And I feel that the two out three falls tag team match is going to be the best match of the week entirely. It's just going to be the greatest match we'll ever see. Does the week go from Sunday to Saturday, or does it like does that include like Raw the following week? Because Raw's fixed for some bangers. I mean, this next week's Raw is fixed to set up for some big stuff going on. We have Rey Mysterio's 20th anniversary of the WWE, where Edge will save him, and we're gonna have the two guys of SmackDown Six facing Judgment Day at SummerSlam. Ugh, that sounds awful too. I don't like this edge thing. I and mean, it's so obvious because like the fully burning shirt and like they are making it like, hey, it's edge. But what does the supernatural of it mean? Does it mean he's going to be the fiend? Well, it could mean anything because again, that last match Siege put, he said, I am coming too. So he's coming to, he's coming to become whatever this character is going to be. He is edge is going to be something brand new when he shows up on Monday night. That he is finally coming to. He's finally being one. That's not what he meant, Gino. I'm coming to. That means he's coming as well. We're all coming. Metroid Prime was great. Everybody knows that. Uh, Okay, Gino, uh, Fighter Fest continues tomorrow night. It's going to be a good show. Uh, Kevin and I are going to be live immediately following. Are you going to be there, Gino? Don't be depressed. I will be there, and I'm not going to be depressed. We're going to have an amazing, hopefully the main event is the barbed wire everything deathmatch. Everywhere deathmatch, not everything. It's got to be, right? They must have filmed all the the rampages first, and, and now we're going to now we're gonna be able to capitalize with that barbed wire. Yes, the barbed wire on this, and the guys in the shark cage, which make it obvious that Jericho is going to win. Because Jericho appreciates society. He's going to be the shark cage, so the shark cage means the peel wins. So WrestleVotes tweeted in most of the, in the most WWE of ways. I had a source tell me this morning they don't really like the SummerSlam card. They being the people who put it together. 
um, what? Do you think these are legit? Whenever I see stories like this where they just kind of say they and they and they, my source says this. Do, do you think it is somebody who works and puts the card together and then they like walk and go tell wrestle votes like, oh, you know what? We don't like the card, even though we put it together. I and I think it either a producer or like one of the writers probably says this. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. It's just some guy who again, not a big name, but you like producer guy, stagehand writer could just say, yeah, I don't think this is good, and they would be right. And I think that's how it normally is. The wait. morale is not always that high in the company. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? You would agree? You don't think so? You don't like the card? What's wrong with the card? I feel again with Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Last Man Standing. It just. It sucks because we know what's going to happen, that Roman's just going to win because we got to have Roman and Drew at Clash. No, you you showed me that clip, and he does not mention the championship. He doesn't mention Roman Reigns. He just says he wants to have... Black says, where is Jeezy? I'm angry. Jeezy had a family emergency. His father-in-law is not doing well. Uh, So we are talking about wrestling, and we're getting ready to argue about it because Gino showed me the clip. And he never oh, even mentions Roman Reigns. He doesn't mention like the championship. He just says, I'm going to be there. It's going to be great, mate. He wants to challenge for the championship at Clash at the Castle, he says. But he doesn't so say going, against who. He just says against the champion, which is going to be Roman. Roman is but that at that point in time, no one expected it, Roman to lose that title. No one still expects Roman to lose the title. What if he does? What if it's Drew and Brock? Why can't we have 100 Drew and Brock matches? We've only had one of those. We have only had one of those, but we also have only had like three Roman and Drew matches, so we should have one more for the big title, both titles. And Drew, since he's not technically his hometown, but it's in his home area. (laughs) It's in his home area. We got another hydrate. He gets to lose. But but don't you? But isn't that that's just wrong though? Like so, you're saying this match sucks because Roman's gonna win because we think Roman's gonna win again because we think he's fighting Drew. Thank you, Nathan. He just gifted a sub to the G-Spot. Thank you for the subscription, Nathan Weller. I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, but he, but Drew came out and said he wants to challenge for the title. He never said, I want to fight Roman. I want to fight Brock. Why not for for Brock, this guy who gets these huge paydays on these Saudi Arabia shows? Why wouldn't he want to go overseas and get another huge paycheck? Roman seems like he's checked out. Why wouldn't Roman just lose? Maybe I might be facing I we got our sub goal. That's 13 of 13. Let's celebrate. Thank you, Wild Blank Sign. I appreciate Lights on, Gino. Oh, the lights on. God damn it. No, I got my lights on. Oh, yeah, you put your lights on, too. It makes everyone crazy. So, Gino, lights on for this part. I'll play a song as you're telling me why. Like, you can't, you can't see Roman losing at all. Like, he he's ready to go to Hollywood like his cousin, Dwayne. He may be ready to go to Hollywood, but I do feel that the bloodline leader does need to hold the gold with the bloodline. They're going to keep holding all these titles until we have a big moment where they lose, which I don't feel SummerSlam is that moment. I think we got to wait a little bit longer for them to lose all these titles. Gino, we got a Randy Orton. You have to do the pose. I don't know if I can do the pose right here. Is there not enough room for a Randy Orton pose? Not currently. I do need to work around the wall area here. The wall area? Do a different There's like a wall here. Do the old Randy Orton pose where he went like this. Not the X. Yeah, he used to just do that. I lost the signal that put you away. Oh, 
The G spot says Gino, do your pose. Gino, do your pose with the hands. Everyone loves when you do that. Spliff Swa says, Hey Gino, are you sticking around for a daily burn? Yes, he is. He can't wait. All right, that's enough of that. Thank you so much for the subscriptions. That's the that's what happens when people subscribe, and we get thirteen at thirteen. On, catch the buzz. A shiny uni, Gino. Turn everything back on. We got another goal. Elixir points. We're crushing it, Gino. Hell yeah, this is the best stream ever. Best night ever. Let's go to the chorus. Okay, seriously, Gino. So, yes, I think SummerSlam is going to pwn. I, I, it's. Everyone's so critical of WWE, and then we watch all this other shit, and we go, "I can't wait for Jonathan Gresham." So, I, I, why are we so critical? Is it because it's bigger? I think it's because it's supposed to be this big event. And I don't feel like it is that massive. I think the only way to really make this big again, this is just my opinion, since he's still contracted. Goldberg, Goldberg needs to be on his <laughs> Just have him squash people. Goldberg would make this the greatest SummerSlam. Just anyone. But doesn't I want a Goldberg versus Finn? But it's not. Happening. But aren't but aren't people also don't people also hate when Goldberg shows up? Like there's no way to please everyone anymore. Like we all hate when Goldberg comes out and beats Ziggler. But you just said like, what if we had Goldberg beat up somebody? Like you, you know, like that's kind of what. And even Cena, Cena was booed his whole career, and then he shows up in Laredo, Texas, and there and, and like everybody's like, man, wrestling was so much better when Cena was around. Like everybody is so stupid. I, I don't know what to do where I like a raw and everyone goes raw was terrible. It's like what Logan Paul like I, I never under I don't know what we can do anymore. I agree with Nathan SummerSlam is going to rule. I have the same sh like feeling for a SummerSlam that I had 10 years ago 20 years ago. Uh, I can't wait. I remember. So I've been watching SummerSlams since what? 98. Like this is huge. This is bigger than Triple H versus Mick Foley versus Stone Cold in a triple threat match with Jesse Ventura as the guest ref or whatever. Or Undertaker versus uh, I would hell Undertaker Austin. No, this is nowhere close to Austin and Taker, man. Come on now. This has Pat McAfee versus Barry Corbin. Happy Corbin, amazing gimmick, by the way. Bum ass Baron. Like all this has been this has been the culmination of like a years long rivalry. And Pat McAfee just as bright and just as talented. Thank you, all kids. Mm -hmm. And Pat McAfee is uh he's a celebrity. He has his show, Poor he has followers outside of the WWE. So why not have a celebrity match on it? You got Logan Paul wrestling. This is fun stuff. It's just for fun.
I mean, I'm just thinking it shouldn't be against someone like Baron Corbin. I feel he needs a bigger star because his big matches were against first Adam Cole, twice his group. <laughs> then we had this biggest match of his career being against Vince McMahon. We need someone who's not Baron. Malachi Black says Pat is the best commentator. I, dude, I, I, I hate yes. to. I, I don't mean. Am I about to die on this hill? Happy Corbin is a bigger deal than Adam Cole at this point. Adam Cole sucks. Like, didn't we get to see that? Adam Cole was on the developmental show, the black and gold show, where they did lose the ratings war, even though I can argue, I can argue both sides of that. And he goes to, to AEW. It's not like he draws this big buzz and like my dad knows who happy Corbin is. My dad doesn't know who the fuck Adam Cole is. All right. Like everybody at work knows who happy Corbin is or Baron Corbin. They won't know who Adam Cole is. So you can argue his first match was against Adam Cole and it was huge. We enjoyed it. It was an outstanding match, but it was on the black and gold show that was only on the network and clearly doesn't have the same appeal as a raw or SmackDown. Happy Corbin rules. He's a bigger star. I do agree with you, especially now because Adam Cole is not proving himself to be the Adam Cole we know from the black and gold where he was a bigger. He felt bigger. He felt like a real he star. Felt, he felt like a big star, but even him at his highest in NXT isn't where Happy Corbin is. I, I guess that's true, sadly. <laughs> he should have been better. The Undisputed Era should have been booked better. Just been a dominant tag team holding all gold every month. Instead of just the three titles for like two months and then no more. I watched Barry Corbin at that, like when Raw went off the air and I was there live in Dallas and he had that main event match with Seth Rollins. And this was during the wild card era when everyone hated WWE and Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins was like a four month feud that everybody hated. And he won me over in one night, just seeing him there live with the table spot where he's like, you want me to put him through the table? And he shoves the table back under the ring. Like he was just so fun to watch that night. And I thought, this guy's the top heel on Monday Night Raw. This is huge. And I look at him and the run that he's had in WWE, and then you can compare that to Adam Cole and his Ring of Honor stuff and his Evolve stuff and his NXT stuff. I don't think he's the same level as Bumass Baron. Bumass Baron and McAfee seems more viral than Adam Cole did. It might be, and hopefully the match is going to be good. Hopefully Baron Corbin can decide to give us a good match and Pat McAfee can carry him to make him a better match. And we'll see how that goes. But again, I just I feel the card. We get a rematch from last year, which storyline-wise makes sense. But I'm just like, Becky needs to win. Bianca should not be champion this long. Wait. So why not? Bianca's, Bianca rules. What do you mean? She does rule. But I do feel like a baby face like her, who's a great baby face, shouldn't be champion for this long. I feel the baby face should have to chase the title more than hold the title. I feel that's what makes the champion. New York is, makes a, the baby is New York is a good guy territory. Okay, don't you listen to to something that we're actually with? I agree with that a lot. Like Becky, like you can have Bianca chasing Becky, but we already kind of did that. She lost at SummerSlam and she had to earn her way back, and she didn't win the belt back until WrestleMania. Uh, so we could just repeat it and have Bianca or what's her name Becky win another time. But I'm excited for this rematch. I think people were so offended by what happened last year. This is another chance, even though we got to see them wrestle at WrestleMania. This is another way, like, okay, let's settle this. It's This is it. This is the rubber match. She won one, you won one. There's been triple threat nonsense in the middle of all this. Uh, let's go. 
Yeah, and I do agree that that's what it should be. This match should probably be one of the final matches of the car, maybe the third to last match, because the second to last match, just to make sure he can get ready to be a part of Ric Flair's last match. The tag team match, the tag team title match has to be second or even third to last, I feel. I think so the tag Jeff team match, <laughs> if we could be these people, I think tag match opens the show. High, <laughs> high energy, Jeff Jarrett, Nashville. Like I feel like that's the first thing that we see. And I think the Street Profits gets a bit. We're not picking this card right now. I just saw yes, the. Head- weak. Yeah, I just saw the headline that was like the people WWE is upset, and we're we're wrestle votes. So clearly, <laughs> our stories is going to get published. Logan Paul versus The Miz, I think, has been really well done. I think Riddle versus Rollins has been well done. McAfee Corbin, I'm excited for Theory and Lashley. They had a banger at Money in the Bank that shocked me. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. Uh, you know, whatever. But like, and I love Liv Morgan, and I like Ronda. So let's just see it. I, I think this is a fine card. I don't know why. Maybe putting it together, they could be. Well, we lost Randy. We don't have. We don't have. Rand- it it is lacking a little bit of like another big singles match, like an AJ Styles versus somebody, or Goldberg, or, or yeah, I was gonna say, or an Undertaker versus somebody. Like Goldberg. It, and and the look, G-spot there, says, "I hope Miz goes over." Miz could beat Logan Paul, and there could be. Uh, I think you mentioned like Rey Mysterio and Edge could be teaming up. There could be matches that are added to this thing. That's why we're not picking it tonight. I don't know why it's not two nights. Let's just do two night SummerSlams, two night WrestleManias, two night SummerSlams, and I, we got a lot of wrestlers who work for this company. I want to see Mache. Yeah, we need Mache. We need Mansoir, but we're gonna have a big so like showing off of their summer. Malak High Black says Jake Paul is gonna screw Logan. What? Could you imagine? That'd be the twist of the century. TikTok would never be the same. <laughs> yeah, YouTube content creators all over the place would be shocked that Jake Paul got involved in WWE. Oh my gosh, I don't even. I don't even think about this. I'm worried. Yes, we're gonna all be worried if Jake Paul gets involved in this match to help Miz win. I'm going through some of the other stories right here. I think we're okay. I think we covered the major ones. Ric Flair's last match is uh is ne- next week. And you said there's like a whole card for this fucking thing? Yes, there actually is a whole card. There's, I think, nine. There's like more than nine matches, I think, oh for this whole gosh. card. And Jeff Jarrett gets to be in the main event like he should be, which is going to be great. He's fighting Ric Flair? It's going to be a tag team match. I'll send you a mat- uh, video to set up this match. Oh my gosh! And it's funny. It even says on like this article that I picked, Flair was essentially blacklisted from the wrestling world after the plane ride from hell. Dark side of the ring uh, aired on Vice. I was talking about that with somebody the other day because he was watching those A and E, the WWE A and E documentaries, and he was saying how like how really well done they are, and you know it's they're they're really they're really good. And I just thought of like Dark Side of the Ring is like the complete opposite of that, where they just want to create controversy and tell these bum-ass stories. And meanwhile, A&E makes me think the Bella Twins are the most important women to ever wrestle. So um, you can have Mercedes Martinez. You know, I'll take the Bellas. Yes, the Bellas and AJ Lee and Emma were a part of the real women's revolution WWE because Paige? that less than two-minute match. <laughs> I remember watching it was Emma and AJ. I remember watching Paige and Emma. They had, like, the first NXT uh, women's championship match. It was all awesome. It was outstanding. It was really well done. I think it was on Arrival, NXT Arrival. You said you sent me a link. Should I go get it? If you want to, yeah. If you want, I sent the timestamp to it as well because there is something that happened after that press oh, conference they had. So there's a perfect timestamp of this backstage of this parking lot that sets up 
for this. Just describe it. That sounds terrible. I don't want to click on that. Ric Flair gets beaten up back in this parking lot with Jay Lethal and Ric Flair. And Jay, fucking what's his name? Jim, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal. I I should have played the clip. I should have played the clip. I thought you were going to crush this. Uh, well, I, I got fucking tongue-tied because, again, this Jeff Jarrett with Karen. Karen was there, too. He used Karen's heel and bladed Ric Flair. He's bleeding at backstage in the parking lot. And Jim Crockett's there. And we'd say, like, Jay Lee said, shut up, Jim. So we're saying this tag team match. Jim's fine. Ric Flair's covered in blood. And Karen's wearing all white, so his blood's all over her dress. And we're having this match where it's going to be Andrade, Ric Flair's son-in-law, and Ric Flair facing Jay Lethal. And fucking Jeff Jarrett, the greatest of all time, where Jeff Jarrett will lock in the real figure four and tap out Ric Flair. And this is, um, when is this? <laughs> this is going to be after SummerSlam. Oh, like immediately following SummerSlam is this card of this. This is from StarCast. They're going to be in Nashville, aren't they? Yes, they're in Nashville. So that's why Jeff hopefully has either the first match would make perfect sense so he can go and get ready to be in the real match and actually wrestle instead, be a shitty referee that he does nothing like Stone Cold did at WrestleMania 20. Uh, impact, right? Well, what do you mean? After the match, he, stun- he stunned everybody. What did you want yeah, him so to do? So at least Jeff Jarrett will probably figure four, all four of them at one time because he's <laughs> double J, double M-A. Wait, but, but, yeah, I, 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 do you think special referees always need to get involved? Is that what you're saying? At least in some way, he should be like Shawn Michaels. But Jeff Jarrett, I think, is going to be more professional. He's not going to get involved. He's just going to be like, nope, his shoulder is up, so I cannot count. And then they're going to, he's going to do it. He's going to make sure, no, his shoulder is up because these real referees, they pay so much money for it, they can't keep track of shoulders. Is Shawn the only one that, that, that I'm trying to think, Shawn super kicked the rock. He also hit Undertaker with the chair. But every, every other special ref in my head, Something happens after the match. Triple H, Pedigree, Daniel Bryan to let Randy Orton cash in money in the bank. Uh, and then we, you just mentioned, or in my head, the one that I had, uh, like Stone, Stone, Cold. Stone Cold stunned everybody after the match. Uh, I can't really think of one where the referee, Shawn Michaels at Hell in a Cell with Undertaker and Triple H got involved. Maybe it's just Sean. I think every other guest referee does. does everything in the ring, especially like that last one he did where it was a hell in a cell match with Seth Rollins and uh, what's it? There was Drew, and it was Triple H got involved and all this shit it was wild. With Drew, I don't remember that. It was Drew. It was Seth was somebody? I forget who it was. There was like a year where it was Seth, I believe it was, or Brian. It was Brian? Brian Danielson. And we had Seth steal a hell in a cell match. We had him in this title match, and him and Triple H screwed over Brian Danielson. You're, th- but yes. Gino, you're, uh, I am in circles with you right now. we got to get out of this area. Yes, yes uh, this match, this entire card, Ric Flair's last match, I feel, because of how lame the night's going to be, it's going to be amazing. What do you mean lame? I, see, you're just you're already watching this show in a bad mood. This is how depression works, you know. You're already depressed, so by the time the show starts, you're going to be like, oh, this sucks. This is what he thought. You're going to be like droopy. I'm going to go into this show like, remember I watch, every time I watch Impact, I'm like, this is going to be fine. And then it blows me away. Like I'm very, I'm pleasantly surprised. SummerSlam is going to be fine, and then it's going to blow me away. I'm, like they're not going to put on a bad show. Like Money in the Bank was surprisingly really good. Yes, and this should be a good SummerSlam. But I do feel Ric Flair's last match will be an even bigger event with all these big matches, especially Josh Alexander. Malachi Black says, match. "What the fuck is this segment? Why are on a referee tangany?" Yeah, why are we a referee on a tangany? 
because we just want to talk about special referee matches and talk about Shawn Michaels. Now he had the May 19th shirt all over himself that he put on Rob Conway when he was special referee, and he was forced to wear that shirt by the Spirit Squad. Yeah, see, it's only Shawn who does that shit. Good referees are good referees, Gino. And this is an important segment, Nathan Weller. This Nobody else is – Stephen Larson never have done this segment, okay? And I haven't listened to Stephen Larson since Tommy Dreamer got canceled because of Dark Side of the Ring. So, Impact World Champion Josh Alexander takes on Jacob Fatu, my boy. That's going to be fun. Uh, Impact Knockouts, Jordan Grace, Diana versus Rachel Ellering. That's, yep. Bunkhouse Battle Royal, that sounds fun. Bully Ray. The Wolves versus Motor City Machine Guns. That's not, So, this is an Impact Wrestling card. Well, Impact, AAA, and all this other promotions, and technically AEW because of the main event. Killer Cross, Davey Boy, Smith Jr., Briscoe's and the Von Ericks. That, that'll be great. Uh, Clark Hunt. Fuck that. Clark Connors. Uh, great. Laredo Kid versus Bandito versus Taru versus Ray Phoenix. That'll be fun. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to hate this card, but it looks pretty fucking sick, Gino. So, yeah, maybe you're right about one thing every once in a while. You're also right about we're going to do Daily Burn in just a little bit here. It's going to be a good time. I'm not working out tomorrow. Tomorrow's my, like, my rest day, so... Are we going to cram in one more workout? I've worked, I went to the gym five days this week. Look at my Matt Jackson physique. Very nice physique, man. And it's up to you if you want to do the workout again tonight. No, you're I doing it. Be, I'm telling you, I don't think I can tonight. But you didn't do it last week either, right? I didn't do the daily bird workout, but I did do two of the nine-minute workouts. What is that, like workout. together, like back-to-back? -back? You just let YouTube I did like one in earlier in the day and one later in the day before I go, went to bed. That's all right. How did you work out before you went to bed like that? That's crazy. I just decided to do it because I thought this would be perfect. I could buy a bike and then be at full rest and feel like a little bit of pain, a little bit of stress, but I was like, this could be good. Is, it was tonight, good. It was good is tonight going to be more more stretching-based, or do you think it's going to be a lot of punches and kicks? I think tonight might be a little bit more stretching-based. Oh, I see. I can go for a good stretch. My upper back slash lower neck is just not doing well. Like I wish I could get it massaged. Do you ever have your... <laughs> Damn it, Gino, I was going to be mean. Do you have your wife step on your back to crack everything? I just had my yeah. wife step on my back, <laughs> no. and it was fantastic. Good for, Good for you having your wife be able to step on your back. I've not had people step on my back in a long time. So, Gino, this was this girl. So she was the love of your life. When did you guys date? How long ago? We, I don't really want to go too far because, like, my um, relationship with her was not, like, a kind of basic vanilla relationship. It was a more kink-based dynamic we had or how we met was at a certain location I don't want to go too much into like these type of clubs I used to go to when I was like 18, 19. You know I, I didn't you're the one who made that weird I just said like you know how long ago was this you could have just said oh, five. Oh long ago I could have gone like yeah it was like I think we met when I was turning 19 almost yeah turning 19. We first met there when I was 19 then we started like really connecting communicating regularly like a month in, like when we first met from that event, I think right a month. Two. What is happening? It's like I we just... started talking for a long period of time, not, and we were like really interested in one another, like how we were doing our thing, which again, don't want to go too much into it. You're but going way further. Like serious. <laughs> again, I'm going further. I'm going into detail. You want to know, you asked a question. I asked how long ago and you're still talking. Yeah, I'd say 10 years. TWFS says my PS5 invite for the exclusive invite only event tomorrow is coming any minute. Any minute, Gino. Oh my gosh, that was intense. I had no idea. Like, 
I asked how long ago, and you're like, well, we had a unique relationship. We were, uh, yeah, I had to go in detail. We I were in a pretty kink relationship. So that's why you don't, that's why you don't touch anymore. All the touching is done. You're burned out. And I did get burned out for a while. Like when I found out like what I'm really into and the whole connection I had with her and with other people I've met through these kind of places I went to and the realization of the whole masochistic side that I do like seeing in the women, but me being more of a sadist over time. But I've just realized I want to, I care more about like the aftercare of the sessions that we have and things that we do in our scenes. In our scenes? Was this on camera? Not camera. No, they're actually like, you don't get play session scenes and all this all connected to the whole community. Thank you, Nathan Weller. Ticks for life. Enjoy that tier two sub from our good friend, Nathan Weller. Nathan, meet me at the scene as soon as we're done here, and I'm going to take care of you. So it does sound like a porno, though. You're describing a porn because, like, we've all seen, like, the aftercare where they're like, take, go, let me pet you. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, to like, ram you that hard. The Lou bottle was almost empty. I didn't want to use it all. That's thing, and you might think it's like all like porn based, but it's not. That's the whole thing with the whole kink community. Scenes are like this, like when you're with the person, you're doing certain things that you both agree to in a consensual way of what's going to be happening during this period of time. I my my wife used to work with this guy, and he had like a Instagram that wasn't like affiliated with work, you know. And he would like tie women up and like pour wax on them and whip them and stuff and. Uh, it was part of this community that you're mentioning. And, yeah, it was all consensual, and, yeah, the girls were all in on it. And uh, it didn't end well for him. They all, like, came out and said some pretty mean shit. But so this is what happened. You know, your brain was just melting. So was this before or after Missouri? Uh, this was way before. I was, like, this is not, like, way, way yeah, before. Yeah, Black like, says, Belides Idempel Gino does his meme porn on chicks, bro. Do you meme porn? Do you cook ducks with chicks? <laughs> No, I don't. That's it. I've never like actually filmed anything. Everything has just been between us in the moment and sometimes with others because some people do like the humiliation part of it. And that's what I sometimes enjoy it as well, just seeing them embarrassed and in pain. So you like to watch somebody get embarrassed. Yes, embarrassed and seeing the pain and seeing just them weep. And so they again, in a consensual way, make sure it's an environment that we all agree to what's happening. Yes, that's thing, Malachi Black. You need to understand the world is not what you think it is. There's people out there you don't know might be kinky and not just a normal, basic, vanilla bitch that you probably fucking go to every single day. Do you, know, you need to go out there and meet people. Well, like we're, me and Nathan are still banging vanilla bitches then. We're not doing all this. Like we're not living, like we're not unbelievably depressed now. So do you think spiritually that was a wise decision? Like think long term. While you were Dicks doing this, life says, "Did you like Effie face?" While you were doing chick. this at the time, you're like, "This is great. Life's never gonna the be G bad." G Spot says, "This is so fucked." That's thing, G Spot. This thing, people need to understand the world is not just what you think it is. I've been out there in the world. You guys thought I'm just a hermit. I've become a hermit. You are, Maybe. yeah. <laughs> I am now, but at first I was not a hermit. I was out there. I experienced life like no one else. And do you think that age. ruined the rest Flip of your Swat life? Says, "Platonically pulling these hoes." Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Gino. Can we get a Gino dominatrix really live stream? Yeah, can we? Can you explain? Can you no. do a dom live stream for us, where you you got to watch these men be embarrassed? How do you even find a place like this? You meet people online through other communities and find like what we call like there's munchies. So it's like eventually like munches where you go out there and you meet others and you find like from there places that you can then meet outside of that event. So like it's little events first where you meet people, you socialize. 
you get to know people, get them to know you, trust you, and then from there, you go on to go to actual locations. Doesn't this bum you out that when you talk about internet communities, you like, that's a legit community? It starts off that way. That's thing. you start off online so you know where, like, events are. So you, like, post on this. Because like, I went to this website, again, because of how I am and how open I am right now. I'm going to let you all know. FetLife.com, perfect website for you to meet people. Good website for you to go and find these locations around your area that find these people and you connect to them. You know, don't find, give like, pe- events that happen. Right? Don't give people advice. I know you're making it sound like, look at me. I've done stuff. But look at the end result. All right. We want to <laughs> avoid the end result. So I, I appreciate you like opening up and but like, here's some advice. Like, do you know, we know how it ends. Okay. You are the end of the story, but keep telling us what happened. Yes. That's the thing. What else do you want to know again? I'm an open book. So ladies, what do you want? To you're know never an open book. Yeah. I don't even know what to ask. So, so you fell in love with one of the girls that you were doing stuff with. You're having scenes with her. And then what happens in that community when you start to actually like have feelings for someone? Is it one of those like where you, you look at her like, I don't want you to have sex with someone else. And then she just kind of looks at you like, I have to do this. And then she walks away and you just stand there sad. No, we never we didn't break up because of that, if that's what you're asking. We were open to that aspect. Like, we didn't mind Wong, her catch the being. Buzz, feel the sting. Oh, is that? A- Excellent. Here we go. Yes. But in a like again, consensual way, we were both okay with her being used in a sense for those like open like play sessions in that sense, but never like really used in the full sexual way. So like I was fine with certain things, like again, toys being used, certain acts being used upon her, but never like full insertion of another person into her. We were fine with that. That's how we kind of worked on our relationship and kept that kind of connected and for a while it was going well, but then we realized how our lives were separate, not just from each other, but just things that were going on within our lives that we had to accept that we weren't going to have to be, we weren't going to be together for much longer because she had to move out of state. And I was wanting to make a long distance relationship work. And I did for a while. We worked to communicate every single day the best we could, but we then kind of separated in our love for each other. And we still cared for one another. But we never like really reached out, messaged much, and we at least occasionally did. But until last week, I didn't really feel the way I feel for her again, like I do now, seeing and knowing what she's going through. So when you say she moved long distance, like how how far away, like long distance? How, like what was that for you? Like, cause where she, were you at at this time? You were in California, right? I was in Georgia. I was in Georgia. Okay. We met here in Georgia, and she had to move surprisingly to california oh okay. so she went the opposite of what i did okay so this girl moved to california and you just decided like you know what i like you and all the our play sessions are fun as they're being described by you uh, i love that we give each other consent i think that's fantastic but you're moving to california i have no interest in following you I had no way of really. Malachi Black says, "Show us a photo of this chicken, or it's bullshit." I have a picture. (laughs) (laughs) And I could if I really wanted to, but here's the thing, Malachi. I don't really feel like it's a good time right now to send this type of shit. I can if you really want to, Nathan, but I don't think you would like to see what I've been able to see. But who knows? Right now, what matters though is that this is a serious thing, and I do feel like we did. We stayed connected and stayed in touch but yeah it's that's something we've been able to do recently 
especially because like how she's going through like at least i've been able like best her and be like hey what's going on is everything okay and she seems to be okay but yeah like for a while while we were like long distance i didn't really i messaged her first ever like for a while every day just made sure she's doing all right just stayed connected stayed in touch and then later we just started separating our communication didn't really message as much so but 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 you said you had no way to get to california like that's that's what i was wondering like what does that mean like you had no way was there a reason that you had to stay in georgia where you did somebody need your were you living in like assisted living like what was happening i was living with my family at the time and i had no way of like making money that i would be able to go there and then like either come back or like regularly go there occasionally Six four life says Gino, keep it real with us, please. This is all true, okay? I, I am. You guys think I'm lying? What the fuck? I feel like everybody. I, I kind of also think you are, but I'm asking you those questions. I'm I'm trying to just go further and further in. Of course. Um, because yeah, you say like you didn't have a job. Like you could have just went to California. And you could have got the job. You could like this could have been your life. Like, do you think there was, uh, like what held you back? Was it just like ah, I don't feel like working right now. It's not because that, like, I think it's just because, like, I did, like, accept, like, I might not be ready for something again. Because I emotionally was like, this is a big thing. I did get emotionally invested in this person. Like, I was even earlier in my life, like, years before when I was, like, 18, 17, invested and cared about all these people. Some were pathological liars and ended up being really bad for my health. It just made me feel even worse and worse about myself and questioned who and what I am, if I'm doing good, if I'm a good person, all this type of shit. And then her leaving, I guess, got me into a state where I'm just like a mental state where I was like, is it my fault? Even though I know it wasn't, but it's like, did I cause this? Did I cause this pain to myself for having her no longer being here and me not having that feeling for someone again? It's just, it's fascinating to me. Cause like here is, you were so depressed on Friday. You were talking about ending it all. Like it was weird. It was this, Gino has this love interest that he's like going to kill himself over, but there wasn't like a ton of effort to go and meet up with her or to be with her right now. Like there's nothing holding you in Georgia other than you don't have any money, but you can get money and you can move. Like it's not like you don't have to stay where you're at. I guess that is true. But like, I guess at the same time, I was just like, I wasn't ready again with us says Gino and I will be dead by Christmas. I'm so worried. Like I, I legit on Monday thought there would be no fourth hour. I thought Kevin was dead. I thought you were gonna message me at like ten fifteen. Hey, where's Kevin? Like I thought, like I, I was so sure because just by the tone in his voice on Friday, I thought for sure that was it. Uh, Kevin even he sent me a message. He said the dogs are locked up. And then he also sent me the login for, for his Trovo so I can go live from his Trovo. So, I like, there were so many scary moments over the weekend. And that's a very realistic timeline that we're trying to avoid. But sometimes, yeah, don't – don't if Kevin messages you like, hey, let's do a live suicide, I think it's going to get a lot of hits. Don't do it. Yeah, I'm not planning on ending my life anytime soon. And if I do die, it's going to be of natural causes. Nothing I do to myself. What natural causes, you know, you're not getting any sunlight. We got to do daily burn. We got to lose some weight here. All right. There's, there are options. We can get them done. So that was an interesting can of worms that I cannot wait to, uh, to, to re-listen to. I don't even know how we got there. I don't know what happened. I was going to ask you about Yu Yu Hakusho, um, cause there's a live action version coming, but good God, what, 
Chino, you started talking about dicks, and uh, like you've never done that. What, remember that time you had a box of dildos in your room, and you wouldn't like move it? And that's one thing, but it's not dildos. No, it's other things. It's so whips that's... and shit, right? Like every time Kevin and I, Kevin and I always message each other about wax play. Like, hey, what kind of candles do you use, and how long do you let the wax B2 melt before says, you Gino, start? Oh, Gino, what light through yonder window breaks? What, Gino? What do you think? Uh, that's another great quote. We want to go with B2. Let's go with more quotes. Let's see more quotes from B2 eventually. But right now, yes, I, there's multiple things in box around this place and in storage units I may or may not have that I do not wish to disclose at this time. Do you pay for these storage units, Gino? Like, no, you're such a mystery. Like that's what. So when you say things like that, that's what makes me think you're lying. Is like, I got storage units all over this country. It's like, Gino, you, you don't work. Or maybe you do work. Is it, Maybe that's the lie. I really, what the thing is, it's not entirely my storage unit. It's another person's storage unit that doesn't mind me having some stuff in there that I need to keep because I had no place for it here. Gino, Yu Yu Hakusho live action Netflix, right? It's coming to Netflix. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a Netflix adaptation, which is always a good sign for anime live action. Why are they doing that? Why, like, can we give up? I liked Cowboy Bebop, but since the internet hated it, this was that you were talking about Cowboy Bebop like you talk about Monday Night Raw. Like it was fine, but fuck it. Like you were already not gonna like it. Why were they even gonna do it? This one is maybe Yu Yu is so much longer, and is it gonna be a movie or a series? It's gonna be a series, and the series is only technically four seasons. But the fourth season was the worst because the person who wrote and made the series was just bored and didn't have that inspiration anymore to make it so he rushed it and i do want to spoil that one for you because again watch season one to three that's the only real seasons of yu yu Hakusho. season four ends with this big tournament in hell find out who's going to be the leader of hell and yusuke Yurameshi, Yu yu gets knocked out gets blacked out and the last in one episode the last second to last and the last episode he wakes up and so just tells him oh this happened and this is who won Okay. And that's how it is. Interesting. So yes, you don't get like any climax because the guy did not care, and he did eventually say, "I'm sorry for." You apologize said no for spoilers, and then spoiled all of season four. So Gino, season well, four is the worst series. The, season. Watch season one through three. This Netflix show, for good for yes. goodness God's sake, what do you think, Gino? You talk. I, how come I ask you like one thing, and then you go on these tangents where I sit here and start looking around like. I don't know how he where he's going, but I'm letting him go because if I yell over him, he'll yell louder, and then I'll get in trouble for yelling at you again. So, Daily Burn's about to begin, Gino. Give us the skinny, man. You, you, are you excited? I'm excited to see if it's going to be bad because that's the whole <laughs> thing now. Is with, with Netflix adaptations, I just need to see how bad it can go because the casting, it seems very off to me for the main four characters. Yeah, well, and even the main four characters, when you rewatch that show, they are so silly. And I, I know it's early 90s, so it's very, very, like, like I know when you get offended when I call animes cartoons, this is a cartoon. Yu Yu, Yu, Yu is so cartoony with the facials and the sound. It is like a Saturday morning cartoon. And I know you want to be an adult who likes cartoons, so this one's not <laughs> a cartoon. It's definitely a cartoon. So, yeah, I, I, I was... I. I think the choices they made are a little silly, uh, but just from what you showed me and like kind of what I was looking at, uh, yeah, it looks like shit. Why? Why? Why do we keep dipping our toe into this well? It's like, it's like when I I don't like Kalamata olives, right? And every time I eat one, I go, oh, these are fucking gross. But I keep doing it. Like, why? Why? Why do I keep doing it? I have no idea why you keep doing it. I just the one 
hopeful thing about this show is I believe the person behind it, I need to double check if I'm right, but from what I heard, it's the person who also did, what was it, Alice in uh, Borderland, which is actually a really good series on Netflix. So hopefully they try to make this good, and if they do try to focus and follow the source material, I would assume this is just going to be the first season. So we're not going to get Togoro and all the stuff that really matters in Yu Yu with the Dark Tournament. So again, hopefully it's going to at least do well in the first season. It's just going to be maybe not one-to-one, but at least do a well, good adaptation with good acting of the main four characters in season one. All right. Well, uh, you know it's getting canceled after one season. Like, there's no way anime fans. Just as bright and just as talented. Thank you so much, negative one. Anime fans aren't gonna aren't gonna like this. Like, the anime fans don't like these shows, and they're not. No offense to these shows, they're not good enough to lure in people that don't like anime. So why why even go? Death Note is such a great concept. If they did that well, that would have caught on. Like, even just me describing it to people at work. It's fascinating because everybody thinks, like, what if you had the power to kill anyone at any moment? Like, it's such a great idea for a show or a movie. The, the execution was so poorly done with on the Netflix side. So I'm just thinking they're going to do another poor one. And there's really nothing like, who who's for? Who's this for? This is for people to experience just in case it might be good. But there are, like, really good adaptations of the get live action adaptation of anime because I will keep bringing up since you do bring up Death Note the Japanese Death Note live action adaptations are really good especially because in one of them at least technically in two, two part but in one of the films they actually go with the alternate ending which I do like how well they do the alternate ending for that, that film <laughs> I, I don't want to go into spoiling detail like what the alternate ending yeah, is I don't give, yeah you're, you're I don't want to spoil anything but yeah uh but Michael him. Corleone becomes the Godfather. You know, his his dad never wanted him to, but it just that's kind of the way it all goes. So yes, you know, we understand, but you know, it's time. It's time to get to Daily Burn. Are you ready? I think I might be going to sleep soon, but you know what? I'm going to send something to Nathan because he wants proof. I might be able to send him something. To don't me. send him anything. We don't need to know. I go through my phone. You know, he he wants to know so badly. He wants to see proof. He wants to be a bitch like this. I might do. I got a song stuck in my head and I cannot fucking remember. Like how, I know how it starts. I'll, I'll figure this out later. I will be back tomorrow. This is going to be so fun with Kev Be Cool, White Sex, Elter Replay, immediately following Dynamite. Gino and I are about to do some daily burn. I at least want to, you know, get a, get a, I'll get a little bit of a workout in, I think, Gino. I'm tired as well. I just want to see it. Don't you want to at least see what they're going to do? I don't want to see what they're going to do right now. When I do go in there one day, I want to be a complete surprise. I want to just experience it live and not be like, oh, I have a feeling for it. Because when, again, I want to be Dicks brand, life brand says Gino, send it to me. Gino just... Nah, I don't know about Dix. Dix, you're not someone who's been, like, harassing me that's fake. You at least kind of believe me, which is good. At least people do try to believe what I say. I cannot remember what song is in my head right now. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I will get there, Gino. We'll listen to this song instead. Let's daily burn. Go into Kevin's Discord. It's time, Gino. Just at least put your icon in there and let us know you're at least watching it. I may be able to do that, but I don't know about today. All right. Thursday, I'll be there for sure. Let's do it, everybody. I'll see you all in the Discord. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good night. Who says in mean because I love you, Gino? You're my family. Yes, Gino, he loves you. Swa says, Gino, you tubby fuck, you can do it, you're a doer. You can do it, Gino, you're a doer!